Yo, so the opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and the future Bachelor podcast only and not affiliated with any outside party or entity or anything like that. This fun podcast, though, may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Sai. I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and Bachelor. This episode, we are covering the men that didn't really tell all. Oh. Who's going to the beach? Ooh. And some darlings seeming to worry. Okay, and this is episode 229. Let's go! (laughs) Woo! Yeah, we doing this. V, what's going on? You know, obviously, I'm feeling good. How are you feeling? What's going on with you? I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling, you know, feeling refreshed i guess just you know the rain the whatever the the life we're leading we're towards the end of summer this weekend is labor day Mm. which is like you know the unofficial end of summer but in actuality like meteorological fall doesn't start until mid to late september and we live in atlanta so it's gonna be warm still do you feel like you had a hot girl today did you feel like you had a hot girl summer i mean I think being a hot girl is a lifestyle. Okay. It's not predestined to seasons. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, way to dodge Plus, it's question. about to be feral girl fall. Or, you know, the ba- it's basic bitch season because pumpkin spice lattes, pumpkin spice cold foam, cold bros, and pumpkin, you know, spiced donuts and things are all back, back in business. <laughs> they are. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, well, what's been going on with you? You been up to anything lately? Yeah, um, I went, I, after you've been talking about how much improv you've been seeing, I was craving to see some improv. So um, I went and saw improv on this past Friday at Whole World and um, here in Atlanta. And then on Saturday, I went and checked out our friend Manon's uh, new digs at her new apartment. We went to Wonder Kid. That's right over there. Um, and then I ended up going out with my friend Miles, who was in town from St. Louis, uh, to see the Lady Gaga concert. So, um, we went to the gay bars in Midtown and, you know, they knew, they knew their audience and they were playing a lot of Gaga at the gay bar. So we were singing along, dancing along and having a, a great time. Dope. Yeah, that's, that's what I've Um, yeah, no, I, I did something really cool, actually. I got a root. <laughs> I got my root canal. <laughs> wow. Yeah. At least now you won't have to complain about the pain, oh right? Oh, my God. It was crazy. I mean, I was more also just like scared because I never had a root canal before. But uh, yeah. Like, I mean, like I feel like you, people tend to try to avoid a root canal because it's like known for being awful. Yeah. But it really wasn't like, I mean, the feeling was worse than getting the root canal. Like, uh, I mean, once you get past like the needles for the Novocaine and stuff, like after that, I don't know if I could look at that shit. I mean, it's pretty gnarly. Like they get, they have to put like a dental dam in your mouth and stuff. So it's like, you know, it's a whole thing, but, um, Jesus. you know, it's just crazy how like instantly I felt better. Like <laughs> it was really needed. Like root canals are serious things. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Um, I, and it just has me thinking of like, who was the first person 
to figure out a root canal. Like, you know what I'm saying? And oh, how I don't horrible. want to be around back then. <laughs> Yo, how horrible was a root canal? Like back in know, the day, probably shit you know, stay. Yeah, I mean, I after like the first initial things, like, you know, I honestly almost fell asleep a couple times while it happened. And that's not even with like any type of like uh, anesthesia or anything. Like uh, I was just uh well, it was Exhausted. anesthesia. Yeah, I was just, no, it was just like uh, you just laying there with a bright light in your face and you can't feel anything happening and just quiet and they're just like mumbling like little numbers and stuff back and forth to each yeah, other. Yeah, because yeah, you, your teeth are different numbers and shit. Yeah, but this is like if they were just working on one tooth. So they were working on 15 and, um, you know, it, <laughs> I don't think this is like stuff that they everyone wants to care about. Like. <laughs> but, um,. But yeah, anyways, I feel a lot better. Uh, I think they're like, you might need another one. I was like, let's no! go. I mean, honestly, once my, you know, dental kicks back in next year, I might go straight to get another root canal because that like you can't beat it. Like it's I've, I don't have you like can't be- <laughs> you can't beat that feeling of a root canal. <laughs> yo, I'm like, yo, give me a root canal once a year. Like, you know, because okay, if, I don't think you want that. Well, I'm just saying like if it doesn't like it's just like i'm done with like teeth pain like it's just like I'm well i mean it. yeah you would hope you wouldn't need a root canal once a year the whole point is that you don't need them yeah i mean i just have like some deep feelings from when i was a kid i guess and they try to replace them and it's just like you know i'm just gonna be done talking about it i had written one thing down and i didn't expect to talk more than you about what you've done this past week but i just feel a lot better this week that's all thank god yeah thank god for real um well uh why don't we get into what we like to do around here it's that time to talk about bachelorette on our show <laughs> yes, but before we get talking Bachelorette, YouTube, you know what's going to need to happen. I'm going to need you to go ahead and subscribe, smash that thumbs up button, and hit that notification bell so you can get notified every time we drop new Bachelorette content just like this. And if you just did, ooh, oh, you, yeah, you. Huge shout out to you. Ooh, <laughs> Air horns for you. Um, you know, no one took us up on our offer to write a comment on our video (laughs) this week. So just shout out to our disappointed. I mean, dude, we're getting like pretty good views and stuff. Like I appreciate everybody watching and subscribing. Give us us some love in the comments. Yeah, give yo, just straight up like leave us a comment. We'll give you a shout out. I know you have thoughts. Yeah. We all have thoughts on this shit. Give us some of your thoughts. Write a write a comment down below and we'll we'll, you know, shout you out on the next episode. Like you'll see your you'll see us shouting you out on this video next week that'd be cool right if not then just hit that thumbs up and subscribe to stuff that we said in the beginning that i haven't memorized yet but um v uh this week you know i'm, I'm gonna give it the sad trombone yeah give it the sad trombone a waste of two hours Mentel of my all. goddamn time yeah i mean it wasn't the worst thing in the world, but it just, it was kind of lackluster. It was, it did not give what I expected it to, I mean, I have to give it to the folks that make those little previews, because I thought we would maybe be getting something, a little bit of something, something. I feel like men tell all for these past several, the past several seasons that we've been doing of the tell-alls, I feel like have been lackluster. Well, the lackluster thing, I mean, the, the most thing that we got that was most interesting was a look at Bachelor in Paradise. I mean, obviously really? that's yeah. like, I feel like the Super Bowl of what we do here. Um, but, you know, the problem is, is that like most casts are just like, there's so much love happening, like with all the men and Which stuff. Which I, I 
like that too. Yeah, but I've, the problem is, is that there's not not everybody is like in on the love, and the people that aren't in on the love are not going to show up. Like they have the choice, which I guess, is cowardly. Yeah, I, it's. I think it's very interesting that they have a choice not to show up for that episode. Like, how is that? possible maybe they just have a good excuse like my job won't allow me to leave and yeah, or they got covid know. or something but like because i feel like their contracts are pretty tight in different ways but i guess like would they you know what, what would be the legality of trying to hold somebody against their will to be on national television i mean like i don't know i mean so. yeah i mean we got contestants that are not showing up for this but they're gonna be on bachelor in paradise so yeah hayden yeah so, I mean, you know, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but, you know, before we get into the actual mental law stuff, um, we get a weird, you know, last. We had our final, <laughs> we had our final hometown date that we almost all forgot about, Avon. And Avon's from Salem, Massachusetts, super spooky, you know, where the witches be mm-hmm. um, and all that stuff. So I was hyped. Definitely does not seem to fit Avon's vibe for what. I mean, little we know of Avon during this season, which is, you know, nothing, nothing besides yeah. that he's pretty. Um, and they go, they start the date by going to, of course, like a little witch magic shop. Um, and Lorelai, the love witch, uh, speaks in her thick Massachusetts accent and casts a love spell on Avon and Rachel and in as they're like trying to leave the love spell the table flips over and they're all like is this a bad omen oh my god but in general it was very lackluster I felt like that was built up to be a bigger thing in the previews and I was like okay it was just like a moment yeah, I mean, this they just had to get this out of the way. Like, I, honestly, I was just kind of even annoyed the, the way they were trying to, like, make it all something important. Like, yeah, he's meeting the parents, but she was all, like, trying to build it up. Like, I'm nervous because you said that, like... Because you said that your parents have never approved, like, and, like, even even was all like, yeah, like, my mom didn't approve of this one girlfriend, and my dad didn't approve of this other girlfriend, and they've been separated. So, like, it's not like they both have ne- never approved of any girl I've ever dated, but... Yeah, I sure. mean, it's it's just like, what, do you think you're going to be another bad girlfriend for me? You should have nothing to worry about, like... And it's a big deal because it's the f- first one that both my parents are meeting. I'm just like, man, just get this. I over know, with. which like, and that's. I feel like that was. He's like, yeah, I guess I realized that this was the first time both of them are meeting my girlfriend, and also this is the first time they've been together in Massachusetts in six years. And then Rachel's all like, bitch, what? Like, <laughs> yeah, buried the lead, dog. Like, yeah. what do you mean? So, um. bury the lead so we get to meet the parents they're really nice um you know i thought we were gonna get another you know i thought we were gonna get another tino yeah which you know tino's dad has been going off in the back end of all this stuff like he's a real show yeah he's been saying shit about like tino how tino looked and like whatever he's been tino's dad has been making a fool of himself i feel like you know well um you know, so uh, Avon's dad actually is like, let's go talk. Like, I'm like, oh, man, it's about to get serious. And he asked her some hard questions. He has some hard questions. But, you know, she She seemed... had some kind of canned answers because I feel like we know nothing about Avon for her to be like, we have a really strong connection. I'm like, you think he's pretty. I think he's pretty. He's a pretty man. He's maybe said a maximum of like 
five different words, I feel like, this entire time. Do a little homework, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know the questions. This is your last one. You know the questions you're going to be asked. Like, come up with some original shit. Like, you know you're going to be, like, doing these back-to-back. Yeah, say more the than they're just so caring, and I feel like they care so much, like, and that I know they're such a nurturing, loving person. Like, she said the same stuff about all of her dudes, which, like, I mean, I think obviously that's a, like a characteristic that she really looks for in a partner, which is fine. But it's like then explain like I feel like it's like almost like a job interview. You got to give supporting details to, you know, wh- how they are that way. Like he's so caring and does this because of this, that or the other. Like but like in relation to your relationship. Which well, she does not do. I mean, I don't know if there is a lot to talk about, like we said at the beginning. <laughs> I don't really think there's much to talk about with Avon. Yeah. I mean, she's had a one-on-one date with him, and I feel like I learned not much more about him in that one-on-one. Yeah, he just seems like a sweetie. But so parents approve. It ends up being a good time. And then they do this weird thing where they don't even show the rose ceremony. The rose ceremony. And they, they ask us, they give us the spoiler. All of them get roses. <clears throat> Nobody gets sent home. And then they tell us that we could go if we want to watch it. We could go to ABC.com looking for that fucking click through. But like why? We have no incentive. Well, this season's a wash. This season's a wash. That's what this is starting to come out to. Like it it, it seems like it's the format is not really working. Like, you know, the girls are too nice to even send guys home after meeting their parents and stuff. Like this is the name. We this is what you sign. What we got to do. Like, what do you mean you can't send home anybody like after this? It's I think like, she wants. You know, I think they both want to see like what the physical connection could be like, or that deeper off camera connection. Of course they do. Um, so yeah, I mean, because that's where you know the the metal meets the pedal. That's where the <laughs> the the you know the foot hits the road situation. It just. <laughs> Like stumbled through multiple idioms. I'm sorry. Yeah, but. I think I got it. The P meets the V. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. I mean, so they all get to stay. We don't see a rose ceremony, and we get into the mental all. So, what's going on with this? This mental all. So, when it comes to the dudes that are there, because it's always like less. But I felt like this season, especially, they had less dudes there. But I guess that has to do with the fact that. There's double the amounts of dudes that are at going into fantasy suites. So, of course, there's going to be less dudes. But the, the random night one person that they bring back is Roby. And he looks completely different. He did his Magic. hair platinum. He bleached his hair. Uh, he looks kind of like he went from being like a magician to being Draco Malfoy. Vibes magician to wizard, if you will. Um, and then they have like other main main players like, you know, Nate and Spencer and Logan's there and Meatball and the whole the whole gang. Uh, Ethan, Tyler's there looking like a cutie patootie. Tyler only said nice things. Even after he was so mercilessly dumped on television, he's all like, she did it perfect. I wouldn't have wanted her to done it. Like, she did the best she could <laughs> yeah. in that moment. And I'm like, damn, Tyler, you're too good for us all. <laughs> Um, but this whole mental all was just like a huge spawn con. Honestly, there's so much sponsored things. There was, you know, drops about the Kardashians. There was, uh, a whole bunch around Virgin Voyages, which is what they did their cruises with. And they brought up the whole app, how you could 
when you're on your, you know, on your cruise, you can request champagne. And so they brought champagne out to everybody in the audience and then, Gave you away know, a free cruise to everybody. Yeah. That's, that's what's changing everybody's life. And you know what I have to say? <laughs> what? Jesse Palmer. You're not changing my goddamn life. Where's Wait, my that's, that's what I missed that part. So that's what's changing everyone's life. That's what's changing everybody's life, Cy. Yo, I, I, I'm <laughs> sad. I'm I've got to give a sad trombone for that. <laughs> We've been that's rough. not fair, dude. Not only that, but they, they they got like the reaction for the edits and stuff from everyone, like like doing the Oprah dance and shit. So, I. I hate Jesse for this. Like, you know what I'm I saying? Hate, I hate Jesse for this. <laughs> we all hate Jesse for this. And it looks like with the previews they were showing of uh, Bachelor in Paradise, that the girls from Paradise are all going to be hating Jesse for some, you know, some other reason as well. So we'll talk about that later. Uh, yeah. Side note on that. Cause I want to, I want to talk more about the um, previews, but um, yeah. So, they get boats. Do you think everyone gets like a plus one or they have to like do it like this weekend or? Yeah, I'm like, I, there has to be conditions for you. Have no to windows use it with, in your room. Yeah, I'm sure you have to use like within a certain amount of time. And I'm sure it's like you only have to, for you. Have to you. fly your way to the port. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got to get your own way to the to the boat, I'm yeah. sure. So. Um. But. Yeah. So. Anything else really happening? I mean, what are what is like the drama with the men? Like, what's what do we got? The main drama is they kind of, which I think you know, they they try to nip it in the bud as quickly as they could because they weren't there. As they talked a lot about Chris, who was the one early on, like week two, saying stuff about fantasy suites and how he wouldn't want the girls to fuck other people. And he didn't uh, show. Huh? He didn't show, and they said he had bad breath too. Yeah, they all all of the dudes are all like. Dude, that Chris guy was a piece of shit. Like, they all were, like, going in. They're like, he's not here to defend himself, but, like, I would say this to his face. And, like, they were, like, going in, and then they're like, all right, we're over that because he's not here. And then they, people in the audience, there was one guy who's dressed up like Rambo, like Rambo this. I love how they, like, the producers are making the signs and handing them out, like, who wants Mm -hmm. to have a sign? You might be on TV. Right. And somebody was dressed as Rambo with, like, the same... (laughs) Like Rambo, the actual like character, not like the dog. Yeah, like Sylvester But with Stallone. the same duck, uh, duck thing as the dog. And then they all kind of went in on Hayden, who was also a coward and didn't show up. But he will be on. It's from the previews. He's gonna be on Paradise. But, See, that like, would have been like what made that would that that having Hayden there would have made the men tell all like amazing. That actually would have made it worth our while mm-hmm. because it would have actually been like a men tell all because they would have been able to get more of an interaction of like these dudes definitely did not like the way that Hayden was talking. Like they all were having issues. Like they're all like he was saying this kind of stuff. It was definitely like that's why I feel like Roby was talking up because they paid him a little extra to be like the asshole of this. I know it, when it's hilarious because like all the other dudes are like, you literally were there for like a couple of hours. Like, get out of here, bro. Like, you know, nothing. There's always John one Snow. of those guys. Yeah, he was definitely he was trying to like go at like, you know, different people for like he was trying to go at meatball for how meatball flip flopped or like whatever. That, and that's, then he, that's commendable, actually. It was kind of commendable. And like meatballs are like. Yeah, like I kind of fucked that up, but I, I, you know, I made it. I made it happen. I mean, Meatball was Meatball was there for laughs. Meatball was our comic relief. True. So, 
I mean, it's I, he was harmless, and he also, you know, exposed the shitty people. So that's true. Can't, can't really can't really harm can't really be harmed by meatball to be honest uh but it it seemed like in general everybody went on an apology tour like all the people that rejected rachel and gabby for different reasons apologized oh they gotta get it out of the way because most of the people apologizing are gonna be on the beach on paradise because one of them is jacob who you know is the the like romance novel looking motherfucker. And he did like a very heartfelt apology to Gabby. I thought it like was pretty even, sincere. I thought it was actually sincere. He I mean, like he, kinda, you, you know, people apologize, but he was like, he was willing to, you know, put his neck out there for it. Like, you know, I agree. I, I think he was pretty, I think he was pretty apologetic. I believe him. And I'm, I'm interested to see like his persona on the beach. Um, but, uh, you know, the main villain, I guess, of sorts that actually got to go on the hot seat was Logan because Logan was there. Mm-hmm. And we didn't get anything out of Logan's uh, hot seat. Like, he didn't really talk about his mental health. He didn't really talk. He, like, barely danced around the idea of, like, he pretty much said the same shit he said during the season when he was making trying to figure out how he wanted to like you know switch sides and the guys kind of pushed him on it and they were all and he just was like you know like i knew i wish i'd done it more gracefully but i you know this yeah, is what i, I mean, had to do you're not gonna make me believe that he was a villain like he just wasn't he's he seems sweet and honest and he stands i don't up see for the appeal in logan personally i mean as as i'm seeing these previews of all these ladies going after him on the beach i personally don't see I could see it. I mean, out of yeah. out of all the guys, but I, I, I guess I could see it. He's got the look that many of these girlies go for these days. Uh, but I just want to mess his There's hair. There's usually the one, you know, saying the one out of it. Um, I think he's got the charisma for sure, and I think that's kind of how he made it work when he was trying to figure out both sides of the coin of yeah. these two bachelorettes. He's definitely charismatic, and he he's uh, got some type know, of swag going. He's got um, some swag. He apologize to the girls as well for how, you know, it all went down and Rachel even apologized to her dudes for, you know, canceling their group date in Bruges for that whole situation. So the bunch of apologizing all all went so around. So let's talk about Nate. Nate. They did a whole big montage on Nate and They're really Gabby's trying to campaign him to be the bachelor because they probably have nothing better. Yeah, I don't know who but they, I don't I mean, want to see him as the bachelor. I don't really want to see him as the bachelor either. Like, um, you, you know, I, I think if you're going to pick somebody like he just doesn't seem like I, I don't think I'd I mean, be entertained he seemed like by he it. really only had eyes for Gabby. So I don't really see to me. I don't see the appeal of him as the bachelor because like I don't really see him with the a love story with like other people because especially with like how they had to talk through him having like a main chick and a side chick and how that all came out yeah and what sucks is that he's probably still into running for it that's probably why he wasn't on paradise um mm. but he might have missed out his on his opportunity to go into paradise because i don't i hope they don't pick him because i honestly that would be a very boring season i feel like yeah, I don't think I yeah, I don't think he's lead material. I really loved him and Gabby's relationship together and I could tell they were both kind of still like a little heartbroken about it, both of them. Um and you know, he explained the whole stuff that we've all seen on social media about 
the one girl that he dated and whatever. And he's like, you know, he tried to explain like the divide of like how he's divided his life compartmentalized away from his daughter and stuff like that, which I can sort of understand. But I also can't like if if you're going to say that like your daughter is like, you know, number one big part of your life and then you're not going to tell people that you're maybe seriously dating which I, that that whole seems to be unknown or if like how serious he was with different people um i think that's well like, i mean, I mean just, at the very least you're wasting somebody else's time you're wasting people's time and honestly you're wasting your own time too because like that's gonna have to be well, I, I mean, mean he's it's choosing not like to do all that. of a sudden your kid goes like isn't a part of the you know well that's thing. that's what i'm saying though is that like i mean it's it just him being an f-boy that's all mm-hmm. it is you know um and they're trying to clean it up because they're trying to make him be the bachelor and i just don't think like it's working for us you know just like they're trying to make uh you know they're trying to make uh logan the villain they're trying to make this dude the bachelor and i'm not buying any of this like no i could see maybe logan being more of like a heartbreaker on paradise to be honest but i mean i'd rather see logan as the bachelor (laughs) And that's I, and I'm, that's I not saying much. Yeah, I, I just think he'd be more entertaining. Like you know. I mean, yeah, I think he has. Those there was nothing entertaining vibes. about Nate this season. I've laughed a couple times at Logan saying things on this season. I mean, like I really had heartfelt emotions for Nate and Gabby's relationship, but yeah, that doesn't mean I want. Nate to be like it's not like where when they broke up where there's been times like in other seasons where like you know a a woman a female lead breaks up with a dude and I'm all like wow I really want him to find love for me with like when they broke up I was like wow that really sucks because like that like was a breakup that neither of them really wanted to happen Mm -hmm. um so we get a little look at this bros movie it looked funny it looks great it's the first like major uh studio uh gay rom-com with all like an all like actual like gay folks playing gay roles and with billy eichner and stuff like that and it looks like it's gonna be a dope movie i'm excited um and they played that this was another big bunch of spawn con where they played like a game with them being all like dates do's and don'ts with like the girls and then meatball came out and re redid his uh pouring the sauce on himself which i just really and then like tackled billy eichner i don't know it was it was a lot yeah they're trying to make that go viral um and then yeah i mean then like really what ended up happening they brought out some people from bachelor in paradise like some alum that's gonna be on there to talk about it i wonder if any of those people had a relationship with any of those people that are sitting right there I don't think I don't know because I know Genevieve. I think her and Aaron are going to be a thing. I don't know who Victoria P is going to be with. Probably, or Victoria dude, you know what? Like Victoria, like as as hot as I think she is, like I don't know. She kind of seems like she has a sucky personality. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> oh, like I don't know. Like she's hot, she's but hot, like but like yeah, she's got she. I don't know like, what it is. Like, no, like I could tell she was like trying to do like dry humor is my thing like on being all like well i'm 28 and nothing's working and i'm all like shut up shut up yeah it's because you're too picky that's what's as hot as you you're fine yeah you're you're too picky like what like her dating history that we know of is not even i wouldn't even say too picky she dated chris souls well i mean she likes that whole cowboy thing (gasps) because she also dated that what's his name uh chase rice the country singer 
Or I don't know, it's dating. So she's, I don't think she's that. I think she just has a bad type. Yeah. Yeah, she just likes rich country boys. Ew. So, um, yeah, I mean, and we had a look at uh, Paradise. What do you think? I'm interested to see what Jesse does to, like, turn the girls against him at one point and, like, how it gets resolved. It looks like it's going to be a raunchy season. What do you think he does? Like, it's it's like the girls have to pack up and leave? Yeah. Do you think, like, like they bring in, like, other people? I don't know. It looks like they head to a different resort or something, and they all scream, F you, Jesse Palmer. Mm, It'd be interesting if they did, like, isn't that what they do in other shows where they, like, have them go away and then bring in new people, like, to flirt? And then they have to come back and be like, was oh, it? like it's kind of like a test of one of those like, let's try to break you up situation. I don't know, like those, yeah. there's shows like that. Yeah, I mean, who do you end up picking at the end and stuff? I don't know. Like, there's obviously some type of twist. Um, I mean, it does feel like I'm getting older looking at this cast, but um, you know, it it looks to gonna be interesting. They got a, a nice bunch of characters on there. Yeah. So for the what we've seen released for the Bachelor in Paradise cast, we know from for the men, we see Casey Woods and Romeo Alexander and Brandon Jones. Brandon, super cutie. All three of those are from Michelle Young season. Uh, Logan and Jacob from this most recent season of Bachelorette. Um, and then from Katie's season, we've got Michael A., Andrew Spencer and Justin uh, glaze and then it looks like you know Aaron's gonna be back on the beach um, as I, well I love Aaron though like he's so entertaining I love, he's a goof yeah. he's a goober <laughs> yeah. because like he's, he's an like, idiot sometimes he gets a girl and then he gets so like uh, attached and oh, yeah. um, and then jealous. he tries to throw it in their face but whatever yeah it's um, funny for the women it seems like a lot of Clayton's season which makes sense makes up the women's side so we've got Shanae We've got Hunter, we've got Sierra, we've got Haley, who I totally forget. We've got Kira, we've got Genevieve, Jill, Serene, and Teddy. So, a lot of hotties. A lot of hotties. And then we also have Brittany from Matt James's season. I think we have a couple other people who were on the beach last time, as well as we have uh, Lace, who's been to Paradise before and got engaged last time she was on Paradise. She was from Ben Higgins' season. She got engaged to Grant during that time. So I'm interested to see how, you know, some of these different pairings work out. But as we can see from the preview, it looks like Hayden's going to be there. Looks like Aaron's going to be there. Maybe if Aaron's there, will James be there? Probably. Uh, It looks like, you know, some some faves from the past season. I really wonder, like, I'm still thinking about Victoria, like, what, they didn't show her at all. That's what I was thinking. We didn't see her in any of the little preview snippets. So I'm like, when does she come down? She probably is there for like a day. Yeah. I wonder if she's like one of the people they try to bring in to like break people up, but they're like Mm. not falling for it. Oh, I could totally say that. Yeah. Um, But... I don't know, man. She's so hot. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, I thought we might get a, a someone telling us who the next Bachelor is. I, I, do, I when, thought that was what was going to change our lives. Yeah, that some, was so Some lame. announcement about Bachelor, but no. That's the lamest thing ever, to say something like that, put it in all the previews, and then like that, it's for and like, a giveaway. And then gift people only at that loser event, <laughs> a cruise? <laughs> What? <laughs> I 
Um, well, uh, yeah, I, it was lackluster to say the least. Um, well, do we have any other stuff happening in Bachelor Nation? Not really that I took notes on, no. I was here and Pilot Pete might be back with... Have we talked about that? With Kelly, yeah. We talked about that a couple weeks ago. Is that Because they were seen at the Chicago Cubs game together. They might be, I think. Kelly's hot it's too, a, man. I mean, yeah. Um, you know. Some, they seem like a little toxic go-around situation. Yeah, I understand. I understand that. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, um, V, yeah, I guess, you know, leave your comments. Do you think Victoria is going to be coming in hot or is she going to be leaving cold, cold. <laughs> let us know in the comments hot or cold um you know let us know in the comments do you like the tell-all episodes yeah do you think nate should be the next bachelor or not you know leave a comment and if you do leave a comment we'll shout you out on we'll next week's episode anybody leave a freaking comment <laughs> it helps out with the algorithms apparently but i wouldn't know um <laughs> <laughs> No, there are some people that leave comments and stuff. I we respond. We respond not only in the comments, but we're gonna respond here on, on the wow. show. Wow. Yeah, you know I try to. It's not a lot of work, but um, you know. So yeah, guys, we'll see you next week. It's next week the finale. So next week is fantasy suites. Oh, fantasy suites. All right, cool. So and then we got fantasy suites next week. I'm really hoping we- it gets a little interesting here at the end. We have fantasy suites next week, and then I think we have two weeks of finales situations on the Tuesdays, and then it, we pretty much roll right into Bachelor in Paradise right after that. Really, no break? No, I'm pretty sure. All no break. gas, no break. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, we'll see you next week in the next couple of weeks. So, um, well, V, why don't we get talking about something we like to call here? I don't know. Quick hits. Yes. So the VMAs were this past weekend. Mm-hmm. I watched a little bit of them. Uh, what I mostly saw was there was a ton of different performances by, you know, faves like Nikki and uh, Lizzo and uh, different folks. And uh, Manskin, Manskin, however you say their name, they're like the Italian like rock band or whatever. Their performance must have been pretty obscene because the when I joined watching the show live, um, they had pretty much all they were showing was like a a faraway view of just like the audience of the show because I think they were wearing like some kind of you know, leather daddy situations, like some kind of sexual things were happening on the stage, uh, which I just found it funny because I'm like, I'm hearing the music. Why can't I see what's happening? No, it's because they were definitely censoring it. Um, The big, big news that came out of the VMAs, uh, because besides like big winners were uh, Bad Bunny got his award when he was performing from, uh, the Yankee Stadium for best, uh, like for artist of the year, uh, for song of the year, Billie Eilish won it for Happier Than Ever. Best new artist went to Dove Cameron. Um, BTS and stuff took a bunch of stuff home. Lil Nas X, Jack Harlow took home best collab. Fergie and Jack Harlow performed. That was pretty cool. Yes, see. and he brought yeah he brought Fergie out. That was great. Yo, Bad Bunny uh, over here taking out over the world, huh? Huh? Bad Bunny over here taking over the world, huh? Yeah, I'm here for you. I love, I love me some Bad Bunny. I love me some Benito. Um, also, a big thing about the VMAs was that Young Gravy was there 
with Addison Ray's mom, Sherry. Addison Ray is known for being a TikToker, and Young Gravy's known for being a MILF hunter, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he and like he's kind of like started beef with Sh- Sherry's uh, ex husband because like they're you know getting a divorce, and Monty is her ex husband, and he's like out here on TikTok posting videos about how Young Gravy is like turning him down for boxing matches and like very cringy embarrassing stuff. I just feel bad for Addison Ray because like her mom is gallivanting around with like a 26-year-old making out with him on red carpets and then at the show and then like her dad's also just like trying to fight. Yeah, that's what she gets for giving us he's all that. Um. Oh, yeah, that movie was so bad. Uh, but anyways, but the big news, that was so bad. But, yo, news, doesn't he, they, I think they kissed on the red carpet. Like, it was like a publicity They kissed on the song. red carpet. They were making out. You could see them in the background of, like, one of the awards being given out, making out in the stands. So, like, part of me is all like, did they know what their can't, like, how much of it is a publicity stunt? How much of it isn't? Because, like, it feels Well, I mean, very, she's like, straight up trying to piss off her ex-husband because, like, he cheated on her with one of yeah. Addison's friends. Yeah, like, because he's a dirty dog. His daughter's uh, friend. Yeah. But anyways. That's what fame news. gets you. That's what fame gets you. The big news that came out of this when Taylor Swift won for video of the year with uh, All Too Well, Taylor's version, 10-minute version, um, was that she announced that she has an all-brand-new album because people thought she would announce maybe uh, – one of her re-recordings or anything like that. People are trying to put together her little Easter eggs because she's the queen of an Easter egg. Uh, but no, she has a brand new album called Midnights that comes out October 21st. I wonder at what time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but do you know Do you know what's October 21st? Um, I think it's my sister's birthday. It's also Kim Kardashian's birthday. Oh, okay. No, I think my sister, one of my sister's birthdays. But that's a big thing because of the whole, like, Kim Kardashian, Taylor Swift feud at the VMAs. VMAs, it was 13 years ago that Kanye interrupted Taylor. Ooh. It all connects, baby. Wow. It all connects. But that's, yeah, that's pretty much it from the VMAs. So, uh, interesting to see also the October 21st is when I think uh, one of Harry Styles new movies that he's in not don't worry darling but a different one uh, comes out so like everybody that's a Swifty and a Harry Styles person it's just going to be a, a day of annoyance so sorry to uh, you know all those people but um, what else we got so uh, Sydney Sweeney got some backlash she posted that she was like home celebrating her mom's 60th birthday did a little hoedown. I think she's like kind of from a more countryish area. People were making comments about how I think her dad or uncle or somebody was wearing a Blue Lives Matter shirt. And there's like kind of other, you know, things of that nature um, happening in some of these family photos. And of course, like, you know, she was all like, yo, we're like there was one that was like hats that said make 60 great again, which is like MAGA kind of stuff. Um, and, uh, I think that's kind of clever. (laughs) Yikes. Uh, and, uh, uh, but so, you know, she definitely 
came at it being like, you guys, this is wild. An innocent celebration for my mom's milestone 60th birthday has turned into an absurd political statement, which was not the intention and like intention. Please stop making assumptions. Much love to everyone and happy birthday, mom, which like, you know, uh, okay, sure. I mean, I'm guessing she's from a small town. Her parents are more conservative. I mean, I saw a TikTok video that's all like, of course, like a blonde hair girl with like big titties, like that's a white girl that's happy. Of course, her parents are conservative. But what would you expect? And I'm like, that's hilarious and probably accurate. Um, people are still going to love her. I mean, people are still going to love her. There was also at, around the same time people were starting rumors that Billie Eilish was going to join the Euphoria cast as the new love interest for Nate, who, you know, her character has been the outgoing love interest for Nate. So, uh, but that is just a rumor. But something that isn't a rumor, one of my faves uh, from Kansas City, Paul Rudd will be joining the cast of Only Murders for season three. He's going to play this kind of like uppity Broadway star called Ben Glenroy. Um, And I'm excited to see him join the cast because it's like, it's got so many fun you know, well-known actors and stuff in this show, and he's just a fun addition. I feel like to is play. It, opposite. Is it that good show? Is it a good show? I love it. You love I it. I love it. Okay. I truly do. Um, but. Um, V, what made you go yikes this week? <laughs> Sorry, I thought you had more to say. Nope, that was that's on me, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so we sort of talked about this last week or two weeks ago, but there's been. A lot of drama surrounding this don't worry, darling. And it seems like Olivia Wilde had tried to put it all to bed, being all like, me and Florence are good. She's just promoting this other stuff. Blah, blah, blah. Like, don't worry about the timeline between me and Harry versus me and, like, my ex-husband. But then, you know, some stuff was aired because she was talking in a Variety article about how uh, Shia LaBeouf was supposed to be on the movie, but then you know people were like kind of questioning: Was this at the same time that there was the accusations of him assaulting his ex, FK Twigs, and like other different accusations that were being thrown being thrown around with him? Um, and also, he was just also he was trying to be on the comeback from some crazy behavior, and it wasn't going well. And she had said that she had fired him because she had a no assholes on set rule, but then this video was released where it seemed like she had had, receipts. Huh? Shia had receipts. Yeah. Where it seemed like she had sent him a video, uh, low key begging, not begging, but like making, asking him. I mean, it wasn't as a, the the thing is the video is not bad. It's bad after. It's bad after she said one thing one way. Yeah. It's like, you're lying. You're lying. Yeah, because this video makes it seem like she was asking for him to stay on. Now it's like you kind of want to see her get served on stage while she's, like, talking. Right. (laughs) Right. Like, it seems like she, you know, try to ask him to stay on and that him almost leaving was a wake-up call to Miss Flo, which doesn't help her case that she's condescending towards Florence Pugh and, like, that there's a rift in their relationship because, obviously... She was maybe more on Shia's side and maybe Shia was doing some shit that maybe he, you know, was putting him at odds with Florence Pugh. And it probably wasn't a good look all around with what all else was happening with Shia yeah, at the time. She was just trying to get her movie back on track. And I mean, it just meant it just meant that like she had no reason to say that, like pretty much slander. That sh- Shia yeah, that LaBeouf. she fired him for 
whatever reason. And even if, I mean, obviously shit wasn't looking great for him at that point either, but, uh, you know, yeah, it's not a good look for a movie that's supposed to be good. Like, you know, I know I really want to see this goddamn movie. <laughs> and now I feel like I, part of this is like, no one's talking about the actual movie. They're just talking about all this drama around it. I know. I know. And I, and I'm like, ex- I want to see it because I love Florence Pugh and I love Harry Styles. Like, how could I not? It's like, by panic. I got to see it. It's my two loves. But, um, you know, I, I'm interested to see if if anything more comes out from Shia's camp, you know? Well, I think Shia is going to be all right. I think I've been seeing him actually. He did an interview with uh, John Barth, Barnath, Bar- Barnath. He was the dude that played Shane in The Walking Dead and The Punisher. The Walking Dead. Yeah, but he played The Punisher and, um, you know, he's in movies like wolf of wall street and all this other stuff so he has a new podcast out that i've been seeing clips of and shia labeouf just went on there and talked and it was like pretty interesting like i think shia labeouf just became like a catholic and all this stuff like pretty strict yeah so yeah he's been he had like a huge problem with alcohol i think yeah and drugs i think so you know he's been really just trying to turn his life around so he might this this might be a good look and he's being catholic catholics love to drink yeah but but (laughs) Anyways, V, um, I just want to know. What are you watching? I watched uh, the new Amazon series, A League of Their Own, which is, you know, kind of a spinoff of the movie, League of Their Own. And man, oh man, did I love it. Big fan. A lot of, it brings up a lot of things that I feel like the movie didn't bring up that much where, you know, queerness, because there, there was, I mean, you're asking a bunch of women to come play baseball. There's definitely some queerness there. It brings up a lot more about like race relations and like how they had this black woman who tried, who wasn't allowed to try out. And then like her relations to like things like that. Um, and it just, uh, you know, touches on a lot of different elements of the inequalities and like how things were when, you know, men were away at war. Um, and things um, like that. I think I, I know you say you like it, but I doubt they're gonna make a second season to this. Oh, yeah, I, I just, wish. Yeah, I just I like I've been would. seeing like a lot of people just like not happy with the fact that like first of all, just like these reboots are getting out of hand. Like you know, I know, but it's like different. And they did bring in Rosie O'Donnell for a, a character as part of it, but like obviously not her character. Um, but. Uh, I, I liked it, and it's written by um, what's her name, Abby Jacobson, or whoever who uh, Broad was. Broad City. Those, yeah, Broad City. I think it was. I mean, it got me in my feels. I just like queer media in general, and uh, I thought it was a great representation. The way that it ended, I would hope that it comes back with a second season, just because uh, otherwise, it's a it's a it must real be an expensive show to make two period pieces like that. I mean. They're they're shooting it out in like probably in Rockford, Illinois, or somewhere else because it's based in Rockford, Illinois, and Rockford, Illinois is like the armpit of the earth. So I don't know, <laughs> but um, but anyways, yeah. Sigh. Mm-hmm. What have you been watching? Wow. Um, you know, I watch a lot of things now. Um, I I watch Jordan Peele's Nope. Oh really? I need to watch it. Still. Yeah, it was good. Um, I love his stuff. I said it like that one line I had in that movie. Good. Good. <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, it was, it, it was weird. 
you know, it was another take on a, you know, aliens. Uh, a lot of things I still don't like really, I have to kind of like look up and understand. That's the thing about Jordan Peele movies. Like, you know, you kind of actually to, make you think. Yeah. Um, so watch that. I watched, um, you know, a movie that you'd probably like. It's, it's called The Descent. Um, it's one of my favorite, like it's, it's one of my favorite horror movies, but it's like about these women that go on, um, in a house. No, they're not in the house in this one, <laughs> but the next one is, um, no, they get trapped in a cave this time oh. uh, after going splunking. And, uh, yeah. So they, it's like got this whole play on like claustrophobia and then oh, like no. halfway through the movie, there's like, it turns into a monster. Like there's monsters in the cave and okay, shit. See, I don't know. I don't know if I would like this. <laughs> I, I think you would. Um, and then I, it's one of my favorite movies like that I've like seen like for a lo- long time. And I knew they made a sequel to it. I just said I thought it was one of those like straight. To, it was a straight to DVD sequel, but you know, one of those ones where they like have bad, even worse actors. Like you know, it's like the same premise, just the sequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it was like a continuation of the first story. So, oh, wow. Yeah, it was like... Like I'm, a sequel should be. Yeah, exactly. Like, it took place, like, two days after the first one. I was like, why haven't I watched this? It wasn't good. It wasn't, like, good as the first one. The first one is amazing. But I definitely recommend watching The Descent. Um, and then I watched The Last House on the Left. Mm. Um, this one is an interesting movie, uh, Wes Craven. And it's, like, it's, a, it's an interesting spin on that whole, like, you know people come into your house and take you over take over the house and you're trapped in there and then you're trapped yeah in but, the house? but instead this time because you know they end up like doing some bad things to these parents daughters and they find out and they end up having to stay the night in the house they don't know at the time that these were the people that hurt their daughter they don't know where their daughter is but then they find out and they end up like the parents are now like trying to kill nothing, the killers in the house nothing can top a parent's love yo you gotta watch this movie it's it's really good the last house on the left um i watched also another movie um called uh we need to talk about kevin and it's starting i've heard about that is it good uh it's very interesting it's starring ezra miller and won't. it's a very dark movie like i just don't know what to say like i mean i can see why ezra miller is the way he is today or they are today, um, you know, because of, you know, this is a dark movie. It's like, it's just like kind of like you would think this is how he acts in real life or something, you know? Mm. So, uh, yeah, those were the movies that I watched uh, this past week. Uh, but why don't we talk about our slapper um, this week's? Oh, wait. Uh, let me just. Do a little week. This song slaps. <laughs> Slapper of the week. This week comes to us from the group Lanny. Um, Lanny. Lanny. Uh, the song's called Congrats. I've been listening to it. I don't know why. Like I, I, I like these type of songs, but it's pretty much like Congrats. You, you fucked my heart up. Congrats to you. Um, you bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Congratulations for being bitch. Like you know. Um, I hope you're popping bottles because you suck. Or, <laughs> you know. So yeah, it's a good song. You should check it out. It's on the Future Bachelor Podcast playlist. Um, yeah. yeah, I think it's a good one. Lanny always comes with some good songs. I feel they like, do. So. They do. They're a pod fave. Yeah. Uh, well, V, do you have any shout outs this week? I wanted to shout out my former roommate, but forever friend, Rachel Thomas, for her birthday. Mm-hmm. 
And then I wanted to shout out uh, a new <laughs> a new compadre, new fan of ours who works for the company. Okay. Uh, Alexa Santa. What? Who I got to <laughs> finally meet in the flesh and who I know has uh, talked to you before. So. Yeah, she's uh, new to the crew. And, new to the um, company. Yeah, I mean, it's cool to have, you know, young young blood here, you know, smart young blood in the building, keeping us all alive, um, you know. It's kind of cool to see like transitions. Makes and, it sound like vampires, side. Yeah, we are, you know, um, daywalkers. Yikes! But uh, it's cool to see like you know uh, young people, young professionals, like you know, it's it's like we're starting to see the transition of like out with the old and with the new type stuff, like you know. If only it would go faster. Yeah, I mean, you know, time. Um, it's a construct. Um, but yeah, I forgot to write down, but I'm a shout out, um, the homie, Mr. Ease. He's up in Lake George right now. And I'm Woo. like, what are you doing up there? My hometown. <laughs> <laughs> He's up there with his girl. So, um, wow. yeah, I, I, it's awesome. I wish we were up there together, but holding hands, not like holding hands, but like, why not be comfortable? I mean, I, I have held his hand before, but we were like, <laughs> six um so yeah shout out to you dude hope you're having a fun time in lg uh well that's pretty much it for this week's pod do you have uh any plans for this weekend it is labor day weekend oh yeah i forgot Um, and so we have monday off mm -hmm. (laughs) reminder i took a pto on friday so i'm having a long weekend nice love that for you um i you know, this weekend I was supposed to be going to a wedding and I'm no longer going to said wedding. So I'm going to. Is there any if reason? We- uh, just because it was like logistically it was a nightmare. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was just a, it was just a, a far way to go. Um, I, I've been to, I've, I've not gone to weddings for reasons before and not just because of logistics. Yeah, it was mostly logistics. Um, just it would be a lot with Labor Day prices and things like that. But hopefully, I mean, right now it's been rainy on and off here in Atlanta. But if the weather gods prevail, I hope to paddleboard this weekend, be by a pool this weekend, um, you know, do do those kinds of things. So hopefully, fingers crossed, knock on wood, I'll be able to wear a bathing suit for a majority of the weekend. That's all. That's all I really want. Dope. You know? Um. Yeah. My girl's brother and his new girlfriend are coming in town, so we're probably gonna do some fun things, like those stuff you mentioned and some Atlanta things, and um, yeah, just enjoy a long weekend of not having to worry about work or at all. And yeah, your girlfriend is was is she still in St. Louis? I just saw that she had was in St. Louis. Yeah, she was she was uh in Missouri. She said she was on campus at your alma mater. Uh, oh really? Yeah, she was like Mizzou is a really nice campus. So I was like, yeah, it is. I'm yeah, on, it is. Uh, it's a botanical garden. <laughs> okay, easy. I could tell you so many things about that campus. I know. I was there with you. Um, but yeah, you weren't so, there with me. Yeah. Um. So that, and then we got that Jungle concert on Tuesday that I'm excited about. We do, about. indeed. So I've been listening to them for a while, big fan. I'm just, like, excited to see them live. It should be a hell of a time, so. Yeah, um, I'm just, I, I've only been listening to them for a bit, not too, too long, but, like, here and there. But I'm just, I feel like it's going to be a fun show. Oh, yeah, and it will be, be my fun. first time I really wanted to see a show at the Eastern. I feel like it's a fun oh, show to see at the Eastern. one. So, um, yeah, guys, well, I hope you have a good Labor Day weekend. Have, be safe, you know, have fun. Um, 
and uh, we'll see you next week with uh, fantasy suites and and more. So uh, this has been your favorite podcast. You know what it is, Future Bachelor. My name is Sai. I'm Veronica. And we love you. See you next week. Deuces. Bye. Future Bachelor Podcast.